Hello everybody and welcome to my brand new podcast, Music to Live for with Shanti, it's me, Shanti, a Swiss musicologist and stage manager, talking with different artists and discussing different topics belonging to the music business. My guest today is Fer Duran from Germany and with him I'm gonna discuss heavy music and faith. So let's go! Check this out! Hi, Fair. How are you doing, my friends? I'm doing very well. I'm happy to be here with you. And yeah, let's talk about random stuff and whatever it may come for. <laughs> hey, that's great. I'm so happy to have you here on my podcast. Hello, everybody. Hello, all the audience. Thank you for joining us. Um, Fair, um, I know you since a couple of years, but I'll let you introduce yourself for the audience so we know with whom we are talking about. <laughs> so let's try it. So my name is Fernando. I am from Spain, but I'm currently living in Germany for five, almost uh, four years now. Mm -hmm. I'm a theology student, and at the same time, in my free time, I, do, I make music. And yeah, I'm a Bible freak. Um, yeah, I love to conversate with good people like you, Shanti. Yeah, oh, you know, for those who don't know, um, I graduated in musicology, but a second um, study, mother, I chose uh, religion sciences because uh, I thought it would fit right because I, um, I study a lot of medieval music related to uh, Italian literature and it seems a topic that fits right because in religion science, you study um, many topics, um, many different kinds of religions and beliefs, but also from a social, uh, ethnological way, I would say. And um, so it's always been a, an interesting uh, topic to me, even if I don't consider myself uh, a, a Christian or a, or a believer, But uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always uh, looking for some literature or lectures or, or talking to people about that topic because it's definitely such an important thing, I suppose, for many people as um, even in, in the music business uh, and what we hear, many artists also uh, like to spread their own beliefs in the music. And uh, it's just a topic that can only be interesting. And this is one of the reasons why I ask you to be my guest today. Um, but uh, I, I suppose that we met because, uh, yeah, you are also straight edge. Uh, you listen yeah. to a lot of metal and hardcore music. And um, this is what I love of, of my job, my profession, and the circle of friends that I have. Is that we met just for this simple reason, because we love oh, yeah. listening to music. <laughs> and, um, and um, yeah... What's your what's your vision? What what you, what does it mean hard music for you? Heavy music? Well, I think for me, uh, you know, I got a long journey together uh, together with hard music. For me, it means you know the soundtrack of my life. It's like you know I I came into this beautiful world of the hardcore and hard music, metal music, in a, at a very young age. And um, from the first moment, I think it was love at first sight. You know, it was like, yeah, this music is, is expressed exactly the way I'm feeling. 
And also for me, one of the most beautiful things about the hard music, metal music and stuff uh, like that, it's like, it's very emotional and connect perfectly with every part of you. And it's a very nice way to express whatever you feel, whatever your feelings are. And yeah, for me, hard music means expression and the soundtrack of my life, I think. And yeah, like you already said, it also brought me to meet very interesting people, to make close friends like we are. And it, like you said, it's so simply, but uh, it's so simple, but at the same time, so um, beautiful. You know, the beauty of simpleness is like, a, yeah, we met just because we love music and because of the straight edge that it's also a lifestyle that is very related to music. And because of that, we became friends. And it's like, yeah, it's a very, it's a perfect channel to connect with others. And I say, and I, and I, and I would say that it's because this emotional part of it. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our music also, I mean, it's important to me, but personally, I come from a more melodic scene. I mean, to me, mm -hmm. Californian punk rock, I guess, was still always my first love. But uh it's interesting because it's a this it's a kind of music I mean I talk about metalcore for me um, that for a very long period of time still right now but in a specific time really I uh, was speaking for my talks maybe my will of rebellion or my will to <laughs> yeah you know to carry the torch of revolution in some ways because I never been the guy who's running the streets, uh, throwing Molotov at the cops. But, <laughs> but you know, like, um, it helps you to express yourself. And, um, and this is, uh, as you, for relaxing, you listen to relaxing music, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you need that kick, well, that music speak directly to you, maybe because of the guitar, maybe because of the drumming, but even for the lyrics. Um, and... Um, I think that um, today I definitely want to talk about uh, lyricism in metal, mm -hmm. in um, black and so-called white metal. Uh, for those who don't know these terms, uh, we're gonna we're gonna this getting too deep during this episode. Um, but then I, also the way that you can you can share this energy or you can you can use this energy to to send a message. Um, because you, you said you studied you studies in theology, it's right. Yeah, I am a theology student. Uh, I already started my studies uh, at university. And yeah, I've had uh, a little bit longer, you know, I've been a Bible freak. And I love everything related with theology and my faith. Because uh, through many ways, I have discovered every day something new about my faith. And also about others, you know, that also live the faith um, and also learn and teach uh, on the faith. And yeah, I'm a theology student and also uh, hardcore music in this, um, in this scene on concrete has helped me a lot, you know, because uh, hardcore music is a very expressive way, like I said. Mm -hmm. And in a matter of faith, I think that it's a very nice way to express express yourself on your faith and also to make worship music because of this connection with or with your emotions i it's like a, it's not a phrase of mine but it's a, i'm gonna quote it it's like um worship music made uh 
hardcore worship music is something that I would play in front of God. And I know that I'm showing him the real my, me, the real mm -hmm. thing that is in myself, inside of me. And yeah, and also, I, and, uh, you know, I have a couple of projects so move, uh, moving right now that are also focused on the hardcore music. Uh, each of them is different, but at the, at the end, the core, the core is the same. It's hardcore and hard music. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I can find the the, the, the relation between these uh, these two different, may, maybe from the outside, two very different worlds, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think it's some, definitely not something so strange because uh, um, already going go to a concert is like um, being part of a ritual. Let's say, um, yeah. I remember discussing these things at school and then rethinking with the year with the experiences I had that like you know and um so um it, so people you know gather together get ready for that specific moment and the band comes out excitement 100% and uh, and, and yeah you share a moment you share this energy you share the sound you share your passion the interest mm -hmm. for something and Uh, so the, once again, the music as a middle to communicate something, uh, mm -hmm. and and this has been always like this from popular music to nowadays, I would say. And uh, I, as I said, uh, many of the topics I think gonna talk today, I discovered this during my period of studies, mm -hmm. and. Um, I have. I was lucky enough to have the chance to uh, be able, being able to get in more into deep. You know, like uh, as you said, you talk about worship music. Uh, that was a term that I had already heard, but um, um, to me, it was just like okay, some kind of music. But then, yeah, it's more specific, or I think it's more related to the Christian world. You know, and mm -hmm. in our latitude, I would say. So no offense for people having other beliefs, but we're gonna concentrate, <laughs> yeah, of course, um, maybe on more in the Christian world. Mm -hmm. And um, I also had the opportunity to do some kind of ethnology uh, studies in between um, uh, worship music. So we go really from, for example, wow, um, When, when the Christian arrived in Africa and they broke the religion, uh, of course, good and bad things happened, but now we concentrate really on, on the matter of the music. And um, mm -hmm. it was interesting to see how the culture already present on the, on, um, on the, on the land, uh, like absorb part of the new ritual, but mm -hmm. like they kept like the way to dance, that way to use rhythmic, to live, it was, that was so interesting because um, um, you, you see that, that they, they had already a way to communicate their uh, feelings uh, or their emotions. And uh, in that then mixed in this specific um, moment that it would be like a mass and, uh, and uh, they use this, the dancing, the jumping, the drumming, Uh, but you know, the, it's totally different from what maybe we live here in Europe. Mm -hmm. But you know, the goal is there. You know, showing respect, that showing is. the love for the God. Uh, um, mm -hmm. You know, and, and this was so amazing just to you know connect a little bit the dots. And um, mm -hmm. and later on, um, I, I also had the chance to write a paper on 
on heavy music and these two phase like we have bands that yeah let's say let's uh, go straight they sing about satan violence blood mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. we have then other bands that uh, uh use this way of um of celebrating uh, their their beliefs in their faith using the same kind of sound and mm-hmm. uh, And it was interesting because to me it was clear because I was listening to this band beside of the meanings of their lyrics just because you like the band. Mm-hmm. And uh, But my colleagues at school were really, really surprised because, uh, because they had like <laughs> bands that, you know, like uh, I remember bringing, I guess, Dark Funeral with mm-hmm. really on a strong lyricism against uh, Jesus and against uh, Christianity yeah. in general. Then I brought uh, bands like Heaven Shall Burn. That's, let's say, mm-hmm. that the, already the title of the name of the band, you know, the words heaven, it's related to the vocabulary of Christianity. And, mm-hmm. and then, but then seeing that they were like more uh, for uh, uh, social justice, uh, more polit- political active. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, I brought, uh, um, wait, for... I guess for Christian band, I brought, I don't recall, I guess I, I brought it as Lie Dying. And uh, okay. another band, um, now I need your help because okay, this band is a, it. a metacore <laughs> band. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was really mosh and groovy. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember in the Can league. I, uh, I a bitch? No, no, I remember, I know though the band. But mm-hmm. uh, wait, it's a straight edge band also. And there were, I guess there was... Disciple? No, wait, 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 wait. Can you maybe, maybe you remember the time? Ooh. Maybe you remember how uh, the time that they were still playing, maybe... 2008, 2010, I suppose. Uh, they got this song I'm called Shekinah. Oh, Saving Grace. Saving Grace, thank you very much. So Yeah, so, from New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I love the sound. Great band. And, we, yeah. and I loved also yeah, the way great. to do this worship music. I mean, this specific yeah. song, if you have the chance, uh, and I refer to the audience, go and check this out, this band, because uh, they're really, really, uh, musically, really, if you like metalcore, yeah. you will like the band. And uh, the, the lyrics out there were uh, built and... They motivate you. Even if you're not a believer, you, you just love it, you know? Of course. I have to say, I started listening to Saving Grace even when I wasn't uh, a Christian yet. Mm-hmm. Because of, like you said, the sound was amazing. And I can only recommend to listen to The King Is Coming. That album came out in 2011, uh, 2011 sorry for the, for the German word. And... Um, They are absolutely amazing. The sound is like a heavier Pantera, even if yes. it is possible. The vocals are great. And the lyrics is like, you know, you see heaven, how, yes. you know, heaven is opening and the, the, the fury of God is coming and falling into earth. You know, it's amazing. It's one of my favorite bands, I have to say. Um, they got really, really good stuff uh, through the years. It, mm-hmm. Sadly, I think that they are no active anymore, but uh, 
I want to believe that maybe someday we will get surprised and they will release new music, or at least I hope that. Yeah. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> yeah, because as I said, there there was a lot of bands, I guess, at the end, uh, in the early 2000s, like on the Victory Records, yeah. there were like a lot of Christian band or mm-hmm. bands that were the, the musicians were, were believers or open openly about that. And mm-hmm. but it was interesting because um, under that label, it doesn't seem to me that it was just about religions. You know, they just there was these bands all together, and then mm-hmm. just if you you can recognize it from the lyrics or for the name because uh, the band Sinai Beach. I mean, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, just, of course, you, the, you, the Mount you Sinai. choose <laughs> this kind of name because you have these ideas, and. Um, I don't know. It was nice because because you you, went, you get in you got in touch with the many bands. Then later mm-hmm. on, you discover a little bit about the the band itself, and and you mm-hmm. say, oh, it's interesting. They go in that direction, in this direction, um, and um, and this makes the the whole things about metal music or uh, hardcore music, whatever, even more interesting. Um, I think for us, being straight edge, uh, that was already something that makes you. Um, going more into deep into the idea behind a music project because mm-hmm. we have some band that really sing about this about being healthy about being positive and and there are other band that you know that members are straight edge but they don't want to sing about it or they they mm-hmm. don't think that they are not preachy yeah, yeah. and uh, and just the same for 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 bands that maybe belongs more into the worship music or Christian music. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. what's the best way we use, which term we need to, to use to describe this, this, band, this kind of bands, because I don't want just to label. Heavy worship. Heavy worship, <laughs> heavy worship. Okay, out there, heavy worship. It's the words of the day. So uh, that's, a, also a, that's also a good, a good description for me, because, um, yeah, thank you very much. I also call, I also call uh, one of my, my actual projects, uh, I call it, it is heavy worship, but at the same, it's like to say before, worship music is not about a concrete style of music. God doesn't, didn't say that, didn't say that uh, if you play that kind of music, you are going to burn in hell. Like many people, you know, are spreading these kind of ideas. The main thing about uh, making worship music is to worship God. And you are going to do it the way your soul needed the way your soul can do it and if your soul is gonna make the best worship or the realest worship just through heavy music just do it through heavy music but at this at the end of the day the the main thing the core of the whole in the the whole thing is yeah you are worshiping god and it is the most important thing about worship music mm-hmm. and it's true, and also like you said, many people from the outside when they when they listen to uh, to hardcore music, to metal music, is very you know it's very complicated that these people are gonna think of uh, first side yeah these people is talking about something positive because the music is very aggressive because the you know when you see a concert you just see people you know punching themselves and yeah just dancing and this music is is the whole time it's a guy on the stage just screaming the heavy mm-hmm. riffs but these people are still keeping you know the core 
uh, and the core is they are worshiping God. Uh, straight edge bands, they were, you know, and they are speaking about positive things, about living drug free, about, you know, because they are talking about revolution. They are talking about something that society uh, normally doesn't understand. You know, things that are happening out there, we are very conscious and we want to, to preach against it, but preaching in a positive way. We yes. want to show you there is another way to live. There is another there is another side of the story. There is not only whatever they are spreading out there. There is something more. I feel welcome because for me, it's like a, in I have seen much more of a church at many hardcore concerts as than I have seen in the church itself. I have seen church at a, at a, at a hardcore concert because. People feel welcome. This is one, mm -hmm. or at least I want to believe that one of the most beautiful things about metal music, about hardcore music, is that the doors are open. Whoever wants to go into it, go and feel welcome. Experience this by yourself. And maybe your life is going to change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, no, uh, absolutely. And I think about the message. Um, that's something um, that... To me, it's important because um, part of the music I listen to, I listen to because I love the lyrics. There are some bands that have some wonderful lyrics um, about, I don't know, love, uh, life, um, in this case, as a worship and everything. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, it happens to me. Um, I was so curious that I, I, I mean, I read the Bible. I mean, not mm -hmm. the whole, all the books, but a part of it. And in some ways, I was uh, quite amazed because there are many words there that I suppose that if you're a believer, have a strong impact on you. Mm -hmm. But in the other way, even if you don't believe in the Christian God, those words maybe can help you understand better your life. You know, it's a way of interpretation. And... Um, I come from, I grew up in the south of Switzerland and there the society is quite uh, old school, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's the- Conservative, kind of, do you mean? Sorry? Conservative, do you mean? Yeah, also, also. So you got the, this ritual, you go to the mass and everything. And I guess at that period, I was lucky enough to also have there some, some priests that were like young, so uh, they tried, you know, already in the um, already to to bring something new, you know, to the. Um, I remember going to the those hours you do, you know, prepare for your communion. You prepare, you you get ready with all the other guys of your same mm -hmm. age and everything. And I I I I was there happily because I was with the other guys. You know, it was one moment the week when you met guys from other school, but they, they were living in the same place as you. And um, so, you know, even in this reason, I'm so happy to have these experiences because I, I read those as human experiences and they broke me really a lot. Okay. Even if I don't, uh, um, I don't really, I don't believe in the end, mm -hmm. in the ritual, I really lived in a spiritual way. I still think mm -hmm. that ritual in our lives are important. And I'm mm -hmm. not talking about uh, just uh, wake up and preparing your coffee every morning. I just really mean yeah. um, 
just being part, like my family said, you know, you grow up here. Um, so you, you will do this, these experiences of life with the other guys, but then you have to decide the meaning of those experiences, you know? Exactly. And I'm really happy to remember me being there in the church, the priest comes, <laughs> uh, give you the, um, I don't know what it's called in English, but I uh, give you the bread as symbol of, yeah. of the Corpus The body of Christ. Yes. And, you know, even if, even if I don't believe in that ritual, in the same mm -hmm. times, I'm happy that I live this kind of experience because in some ways mm -hmm. makes you uh, grow up or makes you understand better, maybe even the society, because you see that this is the ritual that hallow you to be part, an active part of the ritual of the mass. Mm -hmm. So you are an active part of this society. And once again, we go back to you. What did you say? Uh, you know, you, you feel you, you, you need to feel yourself comfortable and part of something. You are welcome there, you know. And also, uh, I would like to remember, uh, I don't know, but uh, I think that I need to remember many that uh, God wants us to be part of his work. God is not calling you to just sit down and watch. God wants you to feel identified with what he's making. And uh, that's why I think that rituals or traditions are very important because mm -hmm. uh, a couple of days ago, I watched an interview uh, by uh, an Orthodox priest uh, was interviewed uh, and he wanted to talk about some orthodoxy. You know, what is uh, Christian orthodoxy? And he said something that I love a lot. It was amazing. He said, uh, what is the... What is the matter? What is the, the value of all these paintings? What is the value of oral traditions or, or all these traditions that we have here? If we don't get to the people, if we forget the reasons why we are doing it, uh, traditions make us, you know, keep us connected to God mm -hmm. because we live in a society and I want to talk uh, from the Christian point of view. Of course. Uh, Society uh, is a big distraction. Uh, not, uh, I'm not meaning it just in a negative way, but it's like a, we are in contact and our lives are going by so fast that sometimes we even don't notice that it is happening, that how, how, how fast time goes by. Mm -hmm. And we are always doing something. We go out there and we get, you know, we're getting to be connected with many different things that we forget sometimes were how many of that of those things are not part of us we forget about ourselves mm -hmm, and with mm -hmm. with these traditions we keep ourselves connected to the father we keep connected to the creator we keep connected with our faith it remember us why we are there and yes. that's why traditions are very important but always if we don't forget if they remember us why we are there because at, if we forget why or the reason why, or the purpose of it, we are just making things, normal things, that everyone out there could be doing at that time. But the, mm -hmm. the, the most important thing is like making worship music. You should never forget why are you doing it. It's mm -hmm. the most important thing, it's the core, it's the, it's the, uh, the fountain, it's the, you know, the, the source. 
and the source is God, and traditions keep us connected with the Father and our faith. That's why I think that, you know, it's beautiful. I always said the church doors should be always open, should keep open. It doesn't mean that the people that are going to get or come into the church are going to stay. Maybe Mm -hmm. they they leave, or maybe uh, this experience doesn't affect them at all and you know it's not a life-changing moment yeah. but the, the the doors should kept always open because people uh, through keeping the the doors open are going to have the opportunity to experience it what happens after that it doesn't uh, it it is not your responsibility it's, the, it's yes. between god and this person yes. if it doesn't happen or this person just leave and is still living the way it, it has lived before getting into the church. Yeah, it's, it's not your responsibility anymore, but the doors should have always kept open. The doors should be always open. Uh, you, so people can go, uh, go in or go out, so whatever they, they choose. Yes. I've, one thing that I noticed in the last two years um, that there have been our times for everybody. Um, there are a couple of friends and people I know that they, um, I would say they discover their faith. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this is something so good and positive, you know? And I'm talking, as I said, uh, and I want to be clear, I'm, I don't consider myself a Christian. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. believe in God, but I, I own my own spirituality. And I know the the, the the power as of my life. So when I see something like this, I can just be happy, you know, because mm-hmm. I know that this person find um, a way uh, to, to keep going, you know, something that mm-hmm. motivates this person. And I still think that in some ways it's really something, something really personal. So sometimes when I talk about this topic with somebody, I don't expect that he's going to tell me everything, you know, because it's, I think it's really something intimate, you know, it, it, because it's your relation with the Ethereum, with God, how, how, how do you want, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as you said, somebody can get in into the church, listen to one or two things and say, oh, this is something that appeals to me. I recognize myself. I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Or uh, it opens my mind or on the other side. Okay. I came in, I listened to something interesting, but it's not my balance. It's not the things I'm looking for. And he can just go out. But even if he go out, if she go out, like, got the experience, you know? Mm-hmm. He, exactly. he had the chance to listen to this point of view. And this is something that also we notice today in the North modern society. And I see also this in podcasting and everything. Like, uh, it's so good that everybody's trying to tell their own opinion. But still, mm-hmm. this idea that everything has to be black or white, you know? Yeah. And... Uh, so, you know, the ways, I think that some, some way, the way somebody is living their own belief is, as, as I said, is something really personal. And mm-hmm. something that I found really curious uh, diving into hardcore music was to get in touch with bands um, from New York hardcore that uh-huh. get into the Hare Krishna movement. Uh, so uh, creating the so-called Krishna core and bands uh, like Shelter, Youth of Today, like, at the yes, end of yes. career. Because I think it's also this is kind of uh, interesting because I would consider 
that also kind of worship music. I mean, the way also our recreation, mm-hmm. if you know, if out there the audience notice this, 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 um, this um, how can I say? Because it, it's a, it's considered a cult, uh, our recreation or a proper religion. Yeah, I think that is considered uh, another faith. Uh, different faith. Okay, just that I don't want to offend anybody, you know, <laughs> like just. just I, I, I also don't know because I have <laughs> nothing to do with uh, Harry Christmas. I love bands like Shelter, Youth of Today. Yes. But uh, yeah, I think that is uh, it's a faith. It's a, you know, it's like a, a, a real faith. Yeah, because I always found interesting. I went uh, to one or two. Um, Uh, lecture, I would say. They will do okay. in Locarno. There is a very um, nice restaurant. If you are in the south of Switzerland, in Locarno, let's go to Govinda. It's a wonderful uh, restaurant um, and uh, they're belonging to a community of our recreation and they're really welcoming persons. And uh, they made like to conf- small conferences. And um, I went there for my own curiosity about that. And um, Uh, I also had the chance to talk with a guru belonging to this movement and um, definitely uh, interesting, you know, somebody, uh, I have to be honest, I went there with some kind of prejudice. <laughs> I have to be honest, I thought, oh man, this this guy, uh, you know, like, I have to be honest, a white guy uh, flagging, uh, you know, like waving the flag of a culture coming from Asia, you, you know, It seems like an appropriation. And mm-hmm. but I sit there, we start to sing this mantra. They always sing so happily, are are Krishna. Are. And uh, and then he talked like 20 minutes. I, I was thinking, oh no, now it's gonna talk one hour. No, no, it just took like 20 minutes to say he just like shoes a topic, he just uh, elaborate the dialogue around it. And then he waited for some answers, and then we sang along uh, once again the mantra. It was, it, mm-hmm. and in the end, I was so happy because it was so pleasant as experience, mm-hmm. and uh, I felt myself part of something, even if I wasn't even that case believe in that specific uh, um, message or something like this. I also had the chance to to ask um, something, and I receive a very very interesting answer and mm-hmm. I, i will share this with you um, um we we were talking about uh, um the way to reach your goal into thanks to meditation um and what does it mean uh, the enlightenment that is still something that it's always far far away but you need to keep going and find your own uh, guide on your own dharma and everything Um, and he talked about open doors, you know, like every time in life, every moment you opens like doors and you enlighten yourself, you, you hallow the knowledge come to you. And, um, okay. I say, oh, that's interesting. Um, so I ask him, uh, because I know that our Christian also, they don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, nothing, you know? So I wasn't related to the stride edge mentality, you know? So mm-hmm. I asked him, um, what's the opinion about using drugs to reach this enlightenment? Because uh, I met a lot of people through my life that always say, oh, you know, if you are a good musician, you definitely need to use drugs because the best music has been made using drugs. And mm-hmm. I was so disappointed because I said, no, I don't think so. And um, I have a, a lot of respect for drugs in general, you know, like kind of scary 
mm-hmm. beside the rejection as straight as you know like and um <laughs> so i asked this and this person really in a kind way uh gave me this answer you know um when you work on yourself through meditation mm-hmm. and i guess those words you could also translate if when you work on yourself praying uh, mm-hmm. or finding yourself you open some doors but especially mm-hmm. you open those doors when you're ready you know so you work mm-hmm. on yourself and in a specific moment you're ready you open that door and you go through it so this is the next step in life for you uh, the problems of taking substances is that maybe uh, they will hollow you to open many doors at the same time and too fast. Or, may, or maybe doors that are not real and they are going to lead maybe you in a, a wrong direction. Yes. And you are believing that you are that you got into the right direction. All right. The thing yes. is like, oh, I don't know if you uh, already... Uh, no, because in the end, this done, is what or... you want to say. I mean, so you open that doors, but you're not ready. So you don't understand. You don't, you don't give a meaning, you know? And that's that's the, the the problem behind that. That then yeah. it everything can be just so subtle and it doesn't doesn't have the impact that should have on you, you know. And, and sometimes you still have like an emotional uh, or uh, yeah backlash from that, you know. And this is one of the reason why you shouldn't you or you don't have to do drugs. Because for reaching this kind of states, because it's a work that you have to do on yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what's interesting yeah. as an answer. But um, just to close it, the, I talk about this because it was also a, a specific, a different way to worship, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was still, still was intense and interesting. So uh, I can only sell to the audience if you have the chance to live this kind of experience or if you're, you're, you have it's such a long time that you don't go to a, to a mass or something like this, just allow you to do this, you know? Even if you don't believe it or you keep don't believe or you're, you're angry about something, just go there because maybe it could be just, just a good moment. And this is something important nowadays in our life without the stress we have, you know? Just, just, just hallow you. <laughs> to listen to amen yeah <laughs> yeah for example uh like you already said it's like uh, yeah you know we are living in such an stressful stressful life and also in a very stressful society sometimes you know i wake up and i am already stressed and it's like i don't know why because the the, the day uh, has already begun and from the first moment from the first second of this new day i know I'm stressed, I'm feeling myself like I wasn't myself at all. And you know, when I go out with my dog, that I love too much, I have to say to the audience, I love my dog too much. You it's have a, a very wonderful nice. dog. Have a <laughs> yeah, it's a very wonderful one. Character and everything. Roma is called. Go to my Instagram, see some pictures of him. It's amazing. <laughs> when I go out with him man, and take a walk in the morning and I go and pray through prayers, it's like, from the first, from the very first moment that I'm praying, I feel connected to the Creator, and it makes me feel it's like some kind of relief. I can't even put it into words to describe it. It's the connection to the source. It's the creation to the mm-hmm. Father. The world doesn't exist and doesn't exist anymore. And it's like 
Yeah, it's health. It's like you are connecting to the source and getting life from it, you know? And that's why I think that, like you already said uh, a couple of seconds ago, it's like, go there. Even if you don't believe it, experience it. Because the connection, the connection to the source, going into, into, into the church, uh, hearing or listening from, on the word, or just, you know, knowing about God, it's going to make you feel like alive. It's like you are putting away all these things that are, gonna, that are making you feel stressed, bad about yourself, about also other things, things that, that makes you collapse in some way, more or less. When you, are, when you get to connect with God, all those things, it's like, you know, they are not anymore. They are not there anymore. They are not important anymore. You are connecting with the source and the only thing that you are going to get from the source is life. Mm-hmm. And after every every day's prayers, it's like I can start my day. Now my day can begin, and now my day is gonna be led by the Father. Now, and of course, there are days that are harder than others, and that there is no way to get this to get rid of this stress or these bad feelings. But it always helps to connect through the prayers with the Father, with the Source. Mm-hmm. And I think that faith got that power. It remembers us why we are there, or where are we from, mm-hmm. and that we are not all these bad things that are happening out there. We are not all those complications that, now, that right now we are going through. No, we are something more. And the Father, God, remembers us what we are, what yes. we come from. And it's very beautiful to connect. And I think as a Christian, it is a must every day to connect with the Father because God, through praying, gave us this right to connect with Him anytime. When you feel ready, when you want to open that door, like you say, when you are ready to open that door, just go and pray and connect with the Father. Mm-hmm. And this development you are going to get through, uh, you are going to get through it and also uh, this kind of you know growth, it's going to make those doors get open but always when you are ready, it's like a step by step. There is no forcing. There is nothing that is going to say you have to reach that point or that point in a week. No, it's a personal relationship with the Father. And the Father knows you and he's going to give you exactly what you are ready for. Mm-hmm. If you are still not ready yet, he's not going to force you. But we have to look, we have to seek uh, for him out for him and we have to seek also these answers and to know also and to be conscious about the things we are ready for mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. sometimes I think we are very like I said very distracted that even we don't know anymore for we are ready or if uh, or the direction we, t- we have taken or even in, mm-hmm. I don't know how to express this but it's like yeah it's very important to connect with yourself because the idea of God being Far away from you is a very wrong one because God, in the Christian faith, God is living within you through the Holy Spirit. But sometimes I think that the question should be, I know how to connect with myself. Maybe I'm the only one who is pulling himself away from God. Maybe I'm the one that is not able to see that he is closer than I think. And that's why in the Christian faith, pray, 
and also meditate is very important because you connect yourself with your inner self and at the same time you are connecting with God because you are a temple you are where God is dwelling mm-hmm. and it's very important to take that time in this stressful society to connect with yourself and your inner self because there you are going to find God because he's already there yeah those are very very strong words and i'm happy that you're sharing those with us because uh, they are having really a huge impact. And while you were talking, I was thinking about the band uh, Close Your Eyes. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I remember Love enjoying the this, this songs. And... Um, Song for and, the Broken. Yeah. And then later on, really reading reading uh, the lyrics. And it happens while I was studying religion studies. And I, I love the lyrics. Uh, mm-hmm. really it is and I raise my hands and I pray for you like this because you can I guess I can, I, what can I say you can really interpret the lyrics but um, you can feel you know when you say the energy in worship music in that specific song in that album it's it's just amazing you know uh, I, I really I mean I felt it you know <laughs> only as a music fan I felt that the strong Something that sometimes is hard for me when I'm getting researching about bands and uh, mostly from the States. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, they also say, oh, we are worship music, we are Christian band, everything's cool. Um, it's the fact that there are all these uh, independent, really, uh, I would say uh, churches, sorry, not churches, mm-hmm. sometimes are really hardcore on many topics and mix a lot of politics inside it. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's hard and uh, to 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 really uh, okay relate I would say with this kind of yeah. fate I would say, um, but uh, I don't know um, I think that the music sometimes speaks more words just you know without a, a proper text you know yes this strong message even through the notes and melodies that helps you really to 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 understand. Um, the meaning of it and um i i i i want just to talk a little bit about the reaction of those my colleagues at school because uh, they was very very surprised about bands using double bass drum every riff guitar but really singing um the love for god you know and yeah. i mean to me it was like oh yeah that's that's normal because you you already know the antagonist with uh, let's say satanic music, called satanic music and everything, uh, so the rage they put in their sound, the order they put, uh, they inverted the situation, the love of, of that <laughs> sound, and and in the end, uh, um, the sound that comes out it was just 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 so cool. I mean, there's a lot of band out there. Shout out to all this band because uh, they're really doing something good in this world, just putting out some good music and spread some good message, you know. And this is all what we need. This is all really what we need. And I, and something that I love about worship music is that many times involves young people. And uh, this is good because they bring these people, of course, in the topic about being a Christian community together, mm-hmm. uh, spreading the words and everything. But at the same time, it's always um, a very good um example uh a live experience of doing something together like mm-hmm. um i guess in many podcasts i did i always 
fall on that topics about the fact that nowadays music is more individual than ever. Yeah. Of course, we have mm -hmm. the distances caused from different situations, but mm -hmm. I personally, with 35, I'm missing going a band room and play and jamming with my friends. Uh, because when I think about me being 18 or even younger and being playing with friends of school, you know, Nirvana songs uh, or uh, um, Ramones, stuff like this. But in that moment, you know, you, 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 you know, you know, you built something strong. Yesterday I had a wonderful call with a good friend of mine. It was years without hearing each other, you know, saying, okay, we are friends on Facebook, but this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, so he called me and he told, you know, uh, I'm happy. Your friendship happens also in Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, then we, we, we met in person, you know, and mm -hmm. this friend of mine, um, he told me, you know, kudos Shanti, because you are keep doing what you love with music all these years. He, he works in total order. Uh, branch uh, and uh, but he, it seems that has become a, a a very huge vinyl collector records collector so i'm very curious to talk with him about his collection but um i told him you know the fact that we were together in the first music project is like bound us stronger than ever uh, so you know you see the connection you know uh, about doing something like music Mm -hmm. adding then uh, it's like a recipe you know like <laughs> you 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 bring something you bring the other then you put something else in and then you got that mix you know in a christian way i could say it's like um, one of the things that makes me feel very connected to the hardcore music is because the foundation of both worlds the church and hardcore music are very similar community mm -hmm. it's like You cannot have a body, of course you can, you can have, but a body needs every part of it. It's like uh, you need the legs, you need the arms, you need the hands, and a community mm -hmm. are the parts of a body. It's like the church wouldn't exist without every part. We have the head is Jesus Christ, but the body is the church and the church needs all her parts. It's like in hardcore music, I, I, I know that nowadays maybe this mentality has changed a little bit. It's maybe more individual, like you said, but it's like, um, yeah, I think it depends on, yeah, it's more a matter of the generation we are living in. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's like a hardcore music for me always meant community, always meant be there together, make things together, build things together, and to connect with each other. It's like the same thing with the Christian faith. The Christian faith, That's why, that's why I said that uh, it's very important that the church keeps her doors open because if you don't connect with people, if you don't make community as a Christian, you, I think you've understood everything wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because yeah. a Christian faith uh, is about reaching people. Hardcore music is about reaching people. And when these people got rich, then you have to give them something to do. You have to make them feel part of it. You have to make them experience this uh, at its finest and how making people being part of it. And that's one of the things that I very, that I love the most about hardcore music, of course, the sound, the lyrics, the energy, but community is very beautiful. I'm not a professional communicator like you are. 
because I have to still working on that. But I really love to connect with people. I really love to exchange ideas because through the connection with others, we learn a lot about ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's beautiful yeah. because you are going to make yourself questions that maybe you never did. Or maybe you are going to understand some other points that maybe you were completely wrong about them. Mm-hmm. But how? Communicating. Because someone that lives just for himself and believes only the truth he says to himself every day is already wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to go out there. You need to, to experience some other things so you can maybe even make your own beliefs even stronger or yeah, yeah. even make um, open other directions, you know. And, uh, and at the same time, you are not leaving or you are not betraying your beliefs. You are just helping them to be yes. and to grow even stronger and being even, you know, like I said, to make them grow. Mm-hmm. Because we are, we are about growth. We are there just to grow up. We are just there to you know, expand ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like learning is a very beautiful thing, but you cannot only learn from books. That is very important. Yeah, you have experience. to experience. This is already dichotomy, <laughs> like, uh, should I go to school or should I work to learn something? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, this is something stupid about the society I come from because it always seems that uh, you got these two ways. Or do you study so you go on academic way or you go and work with your hands. And mm-hmm. um, of course, if you make one choice, maybe the other ones will be less present in your life. But mm-hmm. mm, one don't exclude the other one, let's say. Uh, but uh, it, it's the way people think, you know, like uh, that you yeah. need to make these ways. And I'm glad you, you brought out these topics because... Um, the main goals of my podcast, the music to live for with Shantis, is not of having me talking one hour about what I think about one <laughs> specific topic or talking mm-hmm. a lot about myself. Uh, I mean, I brought my personal experience because I can talk for you. I can talk for the everybody, everybody. I think I can only talk for myself and what I lived, what I've learned. On the other side, uh, I always, in, in my professional career, I always learn a lot and loved the sharing of experiences. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? I'm, I was maybe uh, eight years ago, uh, fresh off the boat <laughs> on the stage. And, uh, you know, you talk with this musician, with this conductor, with these other colleagues doing your work. And, you, you know, and then you have this moment when you, you see him work, you, you, you know what they need, what they would like to have and everything. So you, you, you connect the thing. You understand the rhythm behind the whole job. But then you have this coffee pose somewhere sometime. And then they start <laughs> talking about what they've done, uh, experience they lived. And, and this is where you connect with this person. And this is where you connect also with the experience. So this is why I, I want to, um, I want to that my guests um, are able to open themselves a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also being honest on what they've lived, uh, what they went through, when, which goals they have for the future. Because uh, I would like to, the, my podcast being an experience uh, for people listening to it, uh, for learn something, maybe. Learn something small, something bigger. I try to give good advices. I try to make people relate with 
problems that maybe they have, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, maybe this can help. And I try to do it the, the most spontaneous way. I always say to my guests, you know, just think about being with me in a coffee uh, and, um, and we just drink something together, you know, and we talk one hour like this. Of course, there will be like some main topics that we brought out because, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you, you know these people, this person sorry, for, for one reason. So you start in that way, but then maybe say something and say, oh, babe, you, you, you were there or you, you met them or like this. I say, and then the way you take a directly, suddenly another way. And, and this yeah, it's always important to keep that guideline. Yeah. Um, I so, have a question for you because uh, I love the way you're talking, the passion you're putting in your, <laughs> in your way of explaining things, you know? And uh, uh, so you started this new, um, your, uh, this new career, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. uh, your study, you're putting a lot of time and passion and your goal yeah. is to stay in the academic world, maybe do more research, or one day would you like to become uh, a priest and having your own community? So uh, the thing is that uh, when I got the call from the boss in heaven, um, yeah, I think that a new world opening f- before me. And it's like, um, of course, it, it, I'm going to quote Martin Luther. Martin Luther said something like, um, a Christian is a person that is never going to stop learning. A Christian is going to be an academical his whole life. Mm-hmm. It's like, but at the same time, a Christian has to get into action, has to take action, has to make something. It's, it's called to build things. For, to build things as a Christian, you need, of course, the academical basics, you know, to, to learn what you are going to build up. It's like a, someone that is going to build a building and he even doesn't know how to build a building. It's going to mm. fall down and yeah. it's going to be catastrophic, you know? But it's like a... Uh, my my goal is to be, of course, a priest and to to work for the Lord and to bring the word to other people and to still learning because, like I said, a Christian, uh, yeah, while I'm studying, sometimes I find, like, many times I find the, like some kind of, you know, you have to remember. It's like you have to remember you are going to be learning your whole life. You are going to mm-hmm. still learning your whole life. I think that is kind of a challenge as a Christian because, Humans, naturally, it's like they are closed to change. It's like if you have to change, you have to uh, accept or to recognize or to give it it that you were wrong or you didn't know everything at that time and you so you should learn more and more on it. I think that one of the most beautiful things uh, in, the, in, the, in this way of life is like a, you are going to get into action, you are going to start walking, but at the same time, you are never gonna stop learning so yeah when to, to answer to your question long story short i always try it it's like yeah i want to be a priest i want to bring the word of god to the people but at the same time i will i want to never stop learning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you're gonna bring it. it all together that's that's nice yeah, yeah exactly i love it i love to spend time with the bible i love to spend time you know because the bible is experienced from many thousand and thousand of years i really love it i i love to read books from the whole and the teachings about the holy about the teachings of the holy fathers i really love to read books uh, written by other theologians i really love music that also can bring me 
new perspectives that you know it's like you are constantly learning and i love it mm-hmm. I, i'm like a freak book freak i really love to spend time with books but before i became a christian i never read a book after mm-hmm. i finished high school and nowadays i got a lot of complaints here at home because i never leave my room i'm always reading i'm always putting <laughs> my nose going on in there <laughs> it's like i'm starting to smell like very bad i have to go to the shower i have to take a shower i have to go out there and take some fresh air i really love book and i really love, i really love to learn because it's like yeah you are going to bring all those things together and put it into practice yes yeah like, i know what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. I really love it. It's like, yeah, of hopefully God helped me, of course. Uh, I want to be a, yeah, a maker. I want to go out there and build things. But at the same time, I want to stay as a student, a student my whole life and be mm-hmm. open to learn always something new. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the best thing you can have uh, because I, I'm living, I have this sensation, you know, Um You know, when you are maybe 20 or like this, you're starting living some experiences, some you maybe uh, start university. And I talk about university because normally it's the more specific school. You know, you choose a topics and you go hard in that. And uh, uh, starting a study of something that I really want to do, Uh, you already noticed that even if you have an exam or some paper to write, you will do it with pleasure. I mean, I really enjoy yeah. being an academic and student. Uh, I wasn't even scared going to the exams because I knew that I was there for a purpose and I chose to be there and I was studying for, you know, uh, when you're in high school, you have, to st- you have to study because you have to get your degree. You have to, <laughs> you, know, you, you realize later maybe, okay, maybe I should be more, pay more attention on that and that, you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, there is always time to, to bring back this knowledge, you know, it's not never too late, but, and then I got my degree and I was missing it, you know, the idea of study. I was also uh, a lot in, 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 in two books and I loved it, you know, you, you, it's better than the internet, you know, because you yeah, got all the knowledge You can read it, you can... Um, smell it. Yeah, right. It's part of it, I suppose. And, uh, and, um, It's quite and now weird, I'm, but you can smell the knowledge yes, in a book. Yes, and, and then, then I got my years on the stage, uh, on the road, and I'm glad for all this kind of experience, you know, blessed, mm-hmm. because uh, I've learned a lot uh, about my job, about music, about how the business works, but also about people having some... Mm-hmm sadly some bad experiences but thank god they, they only they, they were all mostly our good experiences <laughs> but yeah <laughs> uh, always the art way as terror used to sing so um um now that i have the opportunity uh in the last two years i rediscovered myself uh that's one of the reasons why i i started my podcast finally because it was a dream of mine since years i mean Uh, maybe the audience great. now will be a little bit disappointed, but before three years ago or four years ago, I never listened to a podcast. I mean, <laughs> never, I never had no ideas or really what a podcast was like. And, and then I started and it just reminded me that I have this passion for, for radio, talking. And, and I said, you see, it's never too late. Now 
you like it, you can you can you go, you read, you look for more information, and then you start something. Yeah. So um, now I really have the chance to wake up, doing my email and doing my the things yeah that you need to do, and then I also have time to take three or four books and during the day start reading because. I was talking with my parents about that because um, I'm glad that I had the chance to show them what I'm doing for a living. Um, and they were really happy for me. And, and I said, you know, uh, at the beginning, I was kind of skeptical about saying, oh, no, now I take one hour to read because it's like it's not like you're working. Nobody's paying you for reading, you know. But then you say, come on, you are acknowledge yourself. You, you're growing up. So that means that next time you have a job interview or you are at work, you will be more wise. You will have more knowledge, you know? And mm -hmm. this can only bring even more in your life. So, yeah. um, so out there, just don't stop dreaming, but also don't stop learning. <laughs> I mean, because people, I think that nowadays we have this idea or maybe the youngest generation have this idea that uh, if you want to be successful, you just go online, you go, I don't know, you sell <laughs> yeah, NFT uh, or, or you... Um, I don't know. You have to you, have the yeah, most. You become uh, an, an influencer like uh, yeah. one day and uh, Very one, empty. In one night, let's say. But it's not like this. The, what you see are people that made, are people that I work, some of them are successful because they worked hard. So kudos mm -hmm. to them. But uh, there's a lot of, um, many of them, I suppose they don't have so many substance than all the others, you know. And uh, mm -hmm. I guess this, you will recognize this with the time. But um, yeah, just keep, go and learn. And as I said, I guess for us, uh, books are a good way. <laughs> but of course, there are so many ways to do this. Listen to podcasts. Um, yeah, I think that the most of doing something, you want to learn how to build uh, a chair. Mm -hmm. You learn, you go and- you How to make it. How to make it. And <laughs> And the best solution in the end is talk to people. And I think that this go back to the, the topic about community in the hardcore scene, the community yeah. in the church, uh, community in your friendship, but also community uh, in the building where do you live? You got some neighbors, mm -hmm. you may don't talk to, you may know, know everybody, but maybe you had the chance to with three or four to talk to them, you know, at this build something. And of course, I don't think we, we don't have to, to forget about this kind of experiences because they can only give us one of the biggest lessons that we could learn. You brought up uh, a couple of things that I find very interesting and I wanted to say something, uh, something on it. It's like, I think that uh, nowadays in this society, we, we connect being productive with being paid for. It's like, if you are not going to get paid for what you are doing, it is not productive. And mm -hmm. we are forgetting that at the same, as you need to feed your body, you need to feed your brain, you need to feed your soul, you need to not only get into feed your body with, uh, with food, you need also your brain needs food, needs some challenges, needs growth. And at the same time, you brought out also uh, uh, how important communication is. And I can only say I agree completely because, you know, uh, going back uh, to the Christian world, it's like, you know, at the beginning, 
when the, the apostles started preaching the gospel, no one could read it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't papers, even there wasn't papers. Not everyone out there got the possibility to get to those papers. You know how they communicated, talking, going everywhere and talking. Paulus uh, wrote in one of his letters, uh, how you could expect people to know about the gospel if there is no one that is going to preach them the gospel. You need to go out there to communicate. You, go, you need to go out there and share. Mm-hmm. Because maybe they nowadays it's more complicated to say they don't have the possibility to get to that. But it's true that we live in a very privileged world here mm-hmm. in Europe, for in Europe, for example, there's other places where people doesn't have to know the possibility to get in to get in contact with a computer. They even know what is what what is yeah. this internet thing, mm-hmm. or even they are living under some uh, circumstances that make them, you know, to to just to think about how to 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 survive or how to save their lives every day, or they got mm-hmm. many other things. But we are privileged people on this world. And uh, sometimes I got the feeling that we are not using it. We are not taking advantage. The whole thing we got is a privilege. And we start having problems with communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Communication is a beautiful thing because then, like you said, maybe you are going to discover how much effort lays behind that simple thing you are watching on the screen or you think, wow, these people came there without, you know, struggling. Maybe you are wrong, but how you can see if you are wrong or not? Getting into communication with these people, getting into know and listen to what they have to say. And maybe yeah, you are put yourself to the test. There is much yeah. more. Exactly. There is much more behind it. There is not just uh, what I'm merely watching on the screen. Mm-hmm. And communication, bro, communication is so beautiful that God has given us the, the, you know, the ability to speak. It's not just speak. To go out there and say, hey, bro, what are you doing? Bus, get up. No, man, communication is about sharing. It's about opening yourself to others and also opening yourself to listen to what others have to say. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. I yeah. love it. Hey, Fer, you know, I'm <laughs> really happy that we had the chance to do this talk because um, I think there are topics that are really important to share. Like in this mm-hmm. case, your passion for... The, your belief, the way you are living your life right now, the fact that you still are so passionate for music and for the, for the hardcore scene, I see your t-shirt of heart crisis. I mean, yeah, you know, like, uh, because sometimes people, uh, when they start something new, they change radically. And, uh, I, sometimes I don't get it really, you know, like, um, I noticed this when I'm, when I'm working, because mm-hmm. if I have to wear a suit, I love it. I mean, I love wearing elegant. But normally I go like... And you look very handsome, bro. I have seen photos of you. <laughs> I have seen photos. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, but, because but you know, like... Boston, and you look handsome. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe I'm going to work for a classical event and the, the rehearsal and I have like a full of L t-shirt, like <laughs> really metal stuff. And I, in the end... Um, I don't know. There's, sometimes there, there was a little bit of prejudice, but uh, in the end, I noticed that people enjoyed about having like a roadie or something like this, uh, even in the classical world. But I, I just say this because um, those are all experience that, as we said right now, until right now, until the right now that makes people grow up and um, 
I think that also this this topic about religion nowadays, mm-hmm. 2022, is so important. As I said, I saw a lot of friends finding God, and I'm glad for them because that means that uh, they're feeling good or they're, they're doing better in some ways. You know, they really are improving with themselves. They are not on their own uh, because I always hate those people that just come to you and say, oh, you know, in the end, you're on your own. I mean, you need you need to interpret, I think, this kind of words, but the way they say that you are a single person, you know, like, but maybe you need that. I think that the real meaning behind those words, you're on your own, it means that that means that you need to find your inner self and you can find it in yourself, in your uh, energy, in uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, uh, in the force, but if you are a believer, it's God, as you said. Uh, 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 yeah, something like this. So I think that it's so important that we share this point of view also, and uh, because uh, we we talk about music, we talk about music and religion, we talk about community, we talk about uh, the meaning of words uh, in different, uh, as we said, uh, lyricism and uh, mm-hmm. the Bible, and as it is so. Even now, I'm so amazed that there is so many things that connect together, you know, even if there yeah. seems to be uh, belonging to different worlds. And uh, so that means mm-hmm. that the most you are open-minded and wants to, to see this connection can only, be, can only be helped. And I have to be honest, um, I will be so glad to have in my community or where i live somebody like you that oh man because i still think i still think that um uh, even heart. as a non-believer i still think that it's important this uh, christianity is a part of the culture of europe where i've been adopted where i grew up mm-hmm. and i see this in arts and culture uh buildings um so you you see how it's important for the culture in general mm-hmm. and um and then you have all this the spiritual way that is so important for for many people, and mm-hmm. I think you are like the. As I said, I've been lucky to have good priestess when I was a child. But uh, uh, yeah, I think that people like you can may really make the difference in the world of today because because you you know you're you're bringing this passion for music, uh, uh, you're bringing your interest in what you're doing. And uh, you can only give really a good, a good, um, yeah, a good experience to all the people that will have the chance to listen to, of course, this podcast, but also in the future that having you as a pastor or, or you know, or, or somebody who can really trust. So, Fer, I thank you very much to be part of my podcast. Um, to the audience, uh, um, you can find this episode on YouTube. Um, on in our Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcast, and um, yeah, like and share, guys. Fair. Thank you very much. Uh, I let you. Would you Thanks say one last word before we close the episode? I would love it. At first, I want to say uh, to close the the topic you were talking about. The fact that we are alone is the most dangerous and common lie on this world because. Uh, we are not alone. And if we open ourselves to others and to this world and to get the real truth, we are going to discover that we have more in common with each other than, than against. 
each other. And also, uh, after I have said that, I want to say thank you, bro, because I think that you are doing a great job. I have a, a lot of fun just talking with you, sitting here in the morning, a beautiful morning here in Germany, connecting with a friend uh, again that I have, you know, I cannot have the, the, as much contact with you as I, want, as I, as I would desire because, uh, yeah, we are living in different countries, but yeah, having the opportunity to sit, sit down here with you and talk about all these topics and have this very good moment, it just showed me how great you are doing your job and I think you are making something different. I also pay attention to every episode you are uh, releasing and I think that everyone is having a good time speaking here, having the opportunity to express themselves with you, having an opportunity to talk about random stuff or whatever it may come for, just to express themselves. And I want to thank you for inviting me to be part of it. And also I want to make some publicity. Let us make promotion. Of course, please, please. There is a musical project coming out. Uh, it's called Rema. It's a worship, heavy worship project that I'm doing with a very good friend of mine and a brother in Christ from Spain, Jonah, that is making so great and wonderful stuff where I come and I'm able, and I got the, the privilege to put my vocals over it. And we are going to release something soon. Like I said, it's called Rema. We want to get into every home and just spread the love and spread this passion through heavy riffs and heavy vocals like Pantera did. <laughs> and I just want to make people, you know, aware that this project is coming. And again, thank you a lot, brother, for inviting me and be, um, let me be part of it. <laughs> hey, thank you for your time and hope to see you soon, my friends. I hope to see you soon, brother. Check this out. Too late for! Wait, shout!